and live. Good evening, everybody. A very warm welcome to this wonderful evening dedicated to healing. Um, those of you watching live tonight, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, those of you who be watching on the catch-up, then thank you so much again for watching. I'd like to welcome Dr. Robert Bierent. I <laughs> Hey, at last. <laughs> but from now on, you're going to be Robert. Is that all right? Yeah, that's all right. Oh, good. <laughs> Robert, thank you very much for joining us tonight. If you'd just like to, um, where exactly are you broadcasting from tonight, sir? Well, first, uh, thank you for having me. Um, well, I'm... Um, uh, I'm located near Freiburg. It's uh, in uh, uh, southwest uh, Germany, near the French border, um, between between the Black Forest and the French border. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Lovely. And we look forward to uh, talking with you tonight about your experiences. I don't know a great deal about you in depth, uh, so I will be... <laughs> probing <laughs> quite a lot i yeah. was I, I was drawn to you you were watching one of the live um services online and there was just something obviously somebody was nudging me going look at him look at him look at him so yeah. i did <laughs> i did have a quick look at your facebook page and i just noticed that you went to the arthur findlay college so i thought ah interesting uh, and then it just sort of like grew from there. I mean, literally, I just said, right, what do you want to do? I know nothing about you. And as we did have a little meeting online and found out more, I thought, yeah, great. This is wonderful. So if you just want to do a little introduction for everybody, a little bit about yourself, uh, where, how, how you got to be where you are today. Yeah. Well, it was a long journey to become that person that I'm today. And um, it started right in my childhood, um, and I tried to keep it short. Um, my, my whole life, I was drawn to, to healing. And uh, right as a child, um, I was a very curious child, and I asked a lot of questions uh, very early, and I wanted to understand why I'm here on this planet and how it is functioning and how the people are functioning and to know about all the different countries and so on. So, um, and uh, I was very sensitive. I could feel when, a, when um, um, people were suffering or I, I could feel their, their pain and um, that very very much attracted me to to the to know more about this yeah. um to keep it short um well my, my my parents had another idea for me so after school i first um made an apprenticeship in uh, social security uh from a retirement office and um that goes on until I was 26. And uh, when you are heading 30, then you begin to question your life. 
some people do. I, I think most people get an idea uh, and, and think about, well, what have I done? How much time I have left and what is to do about that? So uh, I got the impression I'm not on the right way. I thought, well, I had the strong feeling to become a doctor and to help people. And in my job, I couldn't do that. So um, I took evening classes and with the age of 30, I uh, began my medical study. And uh, it was a very interesting journey. I learned so much about the body, how was it functioning, what illnesses there are and how they to be cured and um, it was very interesting. But again, there were some questions that came in my mind. Um, I've learned so much about um, diseases, illnesses, cures, but uh, very often in the textbook we're standing, well, the illness is idiopathic. And that is a phrase that means we don't know where it comes from. And these illnesses are cured symptomatic. So you have an illness, you don't know where it comes from, and you cure it symptomatic without finding the cause and treating the cause. Well, I was very unsatisfied with that answers. So I began to be interested in alternative medicine. I, um, I've done an acupuncture course. I, I was interested in, in Chinese medicine and I've done a, a Reiki course. Um, and then I, I saw there are much more concepts about the human body, how an illness is caused and how is it, how to be cured. And um, I couldn't understand why, why the, the, well, regular medicine um, doesn't use this knowledge, this very, very old knowledge. And I think it's a, it's a mix of um, ignorance and false pride. I don't know. Um, and these experiences were going on. First, I was in uh, internal medicine. Um, and uh, there, the experience I made there was um, people come in, were treated with pills, go out and, and six weeks later, I saw them again. Um, and then I've made a very interesting experience. Sometimes we got people, um, they are sent to the hospital to die. And then I looked on the, on the medication plan and I saw, well, they are taking 10 or 15 pills and um, it's often the, the, the case that when someone is dying, you, you end the medication. You set all off and uh, to let uh, the patient die in peace. 
And I got several cases where the patient um, got stronger, healthier, and uh, I could uh, I could dis dismiss him as cured, and he lived for several years, but with only three or five uh, medications he then has. So that was very interesting. And um, there is another point. I think um, we are combinating very much um, drugs and they all have side effects and they all are interfering with each other. <clears throat> And that causes sometimes that the people are getting more ill than before. So um, I was unsatisfied with that. And I thought, well, I am um, also interested in, uh, in craftsmanship. So I changed the subject to surgery. With surgery, it is very interesting because um, when you have an illness, you see it and you can cure it. And most of the times the patient is dismissed um, as uh, cured. And that is, uh, in my opinion, a very, very satisfied, uh, satisfying subject then. And um, that is how, how it comes to, to surgery. And, and that is what I do today in my own practice um, I'm specialized on foot and hand surgery, and, and uh, um, that is my, my daily job. I have a, I have a, a day clinic, and, um, and uh, then you're now asking, well, where is the uh, spiritualist there, and where is the healing? Well, <clears throat> now it comes to the... Um, to the uh, to the healing and and to the um, spiritualism. Um, spiritualism or or yeah, spiritualism, I can say was more as uh, an off and on relationship. I had several times in my life where it was very interesting, uh, because in my in my job you you are uh, experienced death and birth and and you are telling um, the big questions um, and uh, then um, well, you're asking the, the questions, uh, big questions. And um, when, when I was around 30 during my, my studies, um, um, I looked for literature, um, for books. Um, I, I've gone to two or three, like we said in the old days, fortune tellers, <laughs> and to, to get away through my life. And um, um, I, I experienced very um, weird things. <laughs> um, it was a time where internet not existed and um, where in, in, in Germany we have had, had no books or, or something or somebody where, where we could uh, talk to. And um, um, it is, for, for example, when, when you think of uh, until 2003, it was not, not allowed to, to do spiritual healing in Germany. Wow. And um, um, 
So that all puzzled me totally. Uh, I was um, because I saw so so weird things. I I, I couldn't. It, it didn't. It didn't resonate with me. So. And um, there was a worth of time. I was I wasn't interesting in that. So. Um, Several years later, my wife was as was in a bookstore, and she uh, showed me a book of Pascal Forenhuber, that is um, um, a young medium in, in Switzerland. And I found this very interesting, and I um, I've read the books. Then I've read all the books, and it, it very resonates with me. And he was describing uh, about uh, how the spiritual work, uh, how the spiritual um, world looks like, and um, about all the things um, I was very interested in, and and I could I could very understand everything. And um, through that book, I, I came to the other books. Um, um, like uh, James von Prague and um, Gordon Smith and and so on and so on and um, I was I was really eating up these books and um, then I saw an advertisement in the newspaper um, there was a, a evening um, of mediumship and healing in Freiburg and um, the host of this um, was uh, Klaus Mobi, that is uh, a medium, a friend of mine. And uh, I went to this evening with my wife. Uh, it was the first time that I uh, attended to such a, a meeting or evening. And uh, we, we came a bit late and um, there was a guest medium that evening that was David Cole. Um, from from England and um, I was right sitting on my chair. Then he comes to me and said, "Well, I have a gentleman here for you." And I was totally puzzled. I I, I thought, "Well, what <laughs> me? What? Yeah. Well, away! <laughs> Don't talk to me." <laughs> and and then um, he was telling me things, and I was uh, always saying, "No, no," and my wife was. Telling yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, um, this is my address to all mediums there outside. Um, don't accept the no because um, sometimes the the people are very puzzled about uh, what what happening to them. So um, they they rather say no and uh, but it's yes. So yeah. <laughs> keep on and uh, don't accept the no. Well and. Um, this evening changed my life. So um, I attended at a circle um, of, of Klaus Mori and, and then I, I got to know um, other mediums and um, I was doing um, um, evidential mediumship and, and all the things what you try out. And uh, I felt I was um, drawn to that spiritual healing it was very interesting for me and want, I wanted to know more about. And um, then uh, I've got to know about the Arthur Findlay College. And um, 
um, um, because I'm I have um, a scientific background. Um, I wanted a proof. I, I wanted um, um, evidence. And um, the first course I, I attended at the Arthur Findlay College that was uh, experimental mediumship. That was with uh, Martin um, Kartlaff and uh, Kim Moore-Cullen. And um, again, this changed my life because after this course, I was a believer, <laughs> you can say. <laughs> and uh, I had so many doubts and, um, well, we tried out many things. Um, was very interesting, uh, sitting in a cabinet, taking photographs, transcommunication with radios and, um, and so on and so on. And, uh, well, that totally convinced me. And then I, I, I wanted to get more. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> during my stay there, I've, I've read about the uh, H1 course, the um, training for healing. And um, I enrolled for, for the H1 training as a SNU healing medium. And um, it was a very interesting course. Um, and and I've, I've done several courses at the Arthur Finlay College, um, the SNU Healing Week and the Healing Celebration Week and so on, so on. And then um, finally, I... I had my, my upgrade or my, or my assessment in, in January this year, so um, in, in Cardiff. And um, I had a wonderful teacher. This uh, is uh, Andrei Djordjevich. And um, the meditation we do later is um, um, he, he developed and uh, he uh, allowed me to use this. But to that we come later. And um, so, and um, next question is then, um, how, how I do use this in my daily routine? How can yeah. a certain <laughs> integrate that? Yes, well, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, um, when I do surgeries, I always call my spirit team to help me. And um, well, I'm, I'm very convinced it works. So that's the first, uh, first thing. Um, I, I make the connection and, and I feel I'm, I'm supported. But uh, I, I um, um, don't do only surgeries. I, uh, I, I treat, um, uh, or I, I, I treat um, illnesses on, on a conservative way. Um, I prescribe physiotherapy and uh, drugs and um, all that too. Um, what um, the patient that's sitting in front of you, you can say, well, he has this disease and you give uh, like a scheme, um, this and this pill and have a nice day. Um, in Germany, most, most of the uh, patient doctor contacts are three minutes, maybe five. Um, well, that is our health system here. Um, and um, I, I try to, to listen to the patient and 
I, someone who examines the patient, um, there are lots of patients coming to me that they are, they are telling me, well, the, the doctor I, I went uh, first didn't touch me, didn't examine me, um, and, and didn't listen to me. What's my problem? And, um, well, that's very sad that we have this, uh, this mess here. Um, I, I try to do it otherwise. And um, interesting thing is when I examine the patient, I, I can feel where the problem is with my hands. For example, when I, when I go to the part of the body where, where there's a, a problem, I, I feel a heat and I feel drawn to it. It's like um, a magnetic power. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I tried several times. I told the patient, well, I feel a heat. There is something not okay. And then he, he's touching it and, and telling me, no, there is no heat. It's, everything is okay. So um, there has to be something. Um, this is one thing what helps me to diagnose the patient. The other thing is um, I try to connect to the spirit world and get information how to treat this patient because I'm convinced that not every patient can get the same cure. Some people want just to talk, some want an advice, some wanted some pills or physiotherapy. It depends. On, on, on the character of the, the patient. So I try to find out this. Um, in the last months, um, I was thinking if I can out myself um, as a spiritual healer. And um, I was thinking about, well, could that cause a damage to my reputation as a doctor? And um, I tried. I tried then to talk to the patients, and when I have the feeling this patients could be right for that, um, I I offer spiritual healing to him. And um, until now, there was no one who said to me, uh, "I don't want to." <laughs> and um, I, I have um, very have made very good experiences about that. Um, people are um, more, more relaxed and um, I, I also tried this um, prior of a surgery and um, I tried to calm down the patients when, when I lay on the hands um, it works very good um, I have the impression they need less pain medication and um, they are in, in, a, in a better mode uh, so, um, and I had uh, lately a, a patient who was asking me, well, doctor, I've heard you doing some things and uh, <laughs> uh, I have my, my daughter, she has, she has cancer and um, could you come and, and visit me? And uh, um, I, I first, uh, first I, I said, well, um, how do you know this? But um, well, um, but then I, I, I told her, well, okay, you're right. I, I, I come to your daughter and, and um, I will visit her. So it was also a very good experience. So um, it was a, a good thing to, to go out now and, and 
I, I never had a problem with that. So um, all the doctors out there that are doing th such things, just go out and, and try it. I, you, you don't make um, um, bad experiences. I doubt this. So um, that is what, what I use in my daily routine. Um, so um, before, before I forget, I, I wanted to recommend two books to you. Okay. Um, one, one book was very impressive because um, you're interested, interested in doctors who are doing spiritual healing. Yes, and very much. Maybe, maybe you know the book. Um, it is um, Ian Rubinstein. He is working in London as a GP. And his book is um, Consulting Spirit, a doctor's experience with practical mediumship. It's um, very interesting and it has inspired me a lot. And uh, for all that uh, are interested in, uh, interested in healing, I have, of course, um, um, the book of Harry Edwards. Yeah. A Guide to the Understanding and Practice of Spiritual Healing. And that is also very interesting and um, with, with much cases in it and, and lo lots of evidence and um, was, was really interesting. Well, um, Thank you, Robert. <laughs> yeah, for the first, um, yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> absolutely riveting, Robert. And honestly, you sound a bit funny, but I, I feel like I've just had my first grown up conversation for a very long time. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. I could really relate, and I'm sure a lot of people out there also could relate to a lot that you said. Um, you know, especially like when you went to your first meeting and you were sat there going, no, and your wife's going, yes. As a working medium, the number of times you see that, you end up talking to the person next to them because yeah, yeah. Right. we do. We just forget. We're, it's like rabbit in the headlights. We go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, so right. wonderful, wonderful. And mm. it's so interesting the way you were drawn to it, you know, absolutely. Spirit manipulate and maneuver us into places and half the time we are just not aware but you know sooner or later we just go oh oh okay um lots there's so much in what you've just said i'm gonna have to mm. sit again and watch the replay of this to pick up on some of the things because he said so many things and i was thinking oh yeah oh yeah but i just mm. didn't want to interrupt at all because it was just riveting and I can mm. tell by the viewer numbers as well. The numbers have held steady, which is lovely. Yeah. You know, there's people not just dipping in and out. There's a lot of people out there watching you and thoroughly enjoying this and thoroughly yeah. riveted by it too. Yeah. Um, I did like, I could relate very much when you said about um, when you outed yourself as a spiritual healer. Nice phrase. <laughs> um, but the people that you were drawn to say that to didn't put up any barriers and, yeah. and I can totally relate to that I I work as a medium on the platform I have an agreement with my team that I work when I'm on the platform or if there is a need and they have a little signal for me when there's a need I get physically like a finger go at the back of my neck 
And I was like, okay, fair enough. And this happened a few times, and I spoke as a medium to people, and they were going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And suddenly I thought, hold on, I'm not in that role as a medium. I'm not talking to somebody in a spiritualist church. I'm talking to somebody totally out of context of all this, but they're actually open and receiving to this. So I then started to monitor. When I got that, I said, would you understand anything about spiritual? Oh, yeah, I do a bit. You know, and I'm just thinking, wow. You know, not only are they using me at that time to speak to that person, that person there also is going to be receptive because, you know, it's like if we walk out the door now and grab the first person coming along and saying there's life after death, they might go, what, uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't believe, you know. So it is, it's, it's astounding that we know when it's right yeah it's just it's just right and it just feels it it's just like yeah go for it so yeah really really could relate to that absolutely brilliant robert you are such a fascinating gentleman we're just coming up for yeah. half past seven uh robert has prepared a meditation for everybody it's uh running time is about 11 minutes long so those of you listening who'd like to join in with that, um, please, you know, make yourselves comfortable or if you're driving, pull over, I would recommend. <laughs> um, and just get yourselves ready because we'll broadcast that very shortly. Uh, there's some lots of lovely questions coming in from people, lots of good viewers in, a lot of mediums in and a lot of healers on tonight. Absolutely Ooh. lovely. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I'm, I'm looking down the list going healer, 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 should be a healer, not yet, <laughs> should be a healer, doesn't know it yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I think we are probably ready, if you'd agree that we go into your meditation now, would that be fine with you, sir? Yeah, that's that's fine, and after it, uh, I can uh, give some, some tips for the people who um, want to start with spiritual healing, and um, we have a question-answer session afterwards, I think. Definitely, yeah. Keep the energies nicely in their areas. So if you bear with me, everybody, um, I have practices a number of times. <laughs> <laughs> Relax in your chair, nice and calm. Breathe in and hold your breath. One, two, breathe out. Breathe in, hold your breath. One, two, breathe out. You feel the relaxation. And now you are ready to begin a journey. Imagine you are in a beautiful valley. The birds are singing. The sun is shining. You walk along a path at the river. 
and you leave everything behind. The river is so still, so still like your mind. And you let everything behind. And you walk away. In the distance, you see a hillside. You are going towards that hillside. Further away. When you reach that hillside, you see steps are cut out of mud. You set your first foot on the steps and you're walking up, up and up. And the muddy steps turn to wooden steps. And you walk up and up. The wooden steps turn to stone steps. And you walk up and up. And the stone steps turn to marble steps. White marble steps. And finally, you will reach the, the top and there you find a beautiful plateau of white marble and your spirit team is waiting for you they are welcoming you they waited for so long and they show you the middle of the plateau. There you see a beautiful fountain. A fountain of light. And you walk through that fountain. You are standing in front of it. You feel the warmth of the fountain. And you step in the fountain. Immediately, your head fills with pure light and love. And you feel how it is spreading through your body, your neck, your chest your abdominal and you feel love and light you feel the connection and you remember you are part of it you waited for so long to reconnect with that power and now you are full of light and love because you are light and love. That is your origin. 
when you look down to your feet, you are standing in a pool of light. You see a mirror forms, and in that mirror, you see a person that needs healing. And you are so full of the power you want to share and you want to send this healing to the person you see in the mirror. And you look up to the fountain and your intent and your thoughts are going to that person you have seen in the mirror. And all the love and light you are sending out now. And now you look again in the mirror. You see the person and it seems as she recognizes you. And the person looks calm and relaxed. You know you have fulfilled your task. And the mirror now disappears. It is time to leave now. And you step out of the fountain. Your spirit team is proud of you. They are smiling to you. You have done so well. And then you will walk with them back the plateau to the steps. And you feel so light so bright, full of love. And now you say goodbye to your spirit team, but you know you are a part of them. You walk never alone. They are there for you every time and you are going down the steps the marble steps 
the stone steps and you're feeling so light, so bright, you are flying down the steps like a feather. The wooden steps, the muddy steps, and you're now back on your path. And you walk on the path along the river. You are feeling the feet on the ground. In your room. And now you are coming back in your room in your own time and slowly you open your eyes when you feel it is right and what remains is a feeling of love and light and that you take with you in your dreams tonight. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was... I, I was torn. I really, really wanted to go with that one, but I thought, no, I've got to uh, <laughs> stay a little bit here to click the buttons. I shall certainly be using that one. <laughs> yeah. Robert, that, that was a beautiful meditation. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to prepare that for us. It's so appreciated. Mm. Now, sir, we have a few questions. Everybody is... You know what? We've not dropped one viewer, and that is that is lovely to see because you see, yeah. you know, people drift in and out and everything, but we haven't. Everybody is still here. Well, presumably still here. Maybe so, I could, maybe I could say one thing. Um, please do, please do. Yeah, if you're interested, I have to give credit to the artist of the music. That is uh, Nigel Shaw. Um, he does uh, wonderful flute music and he has also a YouTube channel so you can listen to the music. He gives also online concerts right now and um, um, really wonderful music that takes me away. So, and um, like uh, just one sentence, um, I, I told um, during the meditation, um, reconnection to the power to the source and that is something i want to give you as a motto um and and that leads to the questions why get people ill though but now that's um i i, I go too far with that then um <laughs> then we have to do another session so <laughs> um yes but, um, uh, definitely yeah, <laughs> I, yeah um try try to um to shut your digital world off, take your time off and uh, 
we are so distracted nowadays and um, it, uh, the times are very, very fast. Um, there comes something in my mind when, um, when you think of the older days when you sit down writing a letter, going to the post office, and then uh, um, you waited for the answer for the next two weeks. Now you're writing a WhatsApp, and when you have no answer within two minutes, well, um, then you're thinking, well, what's going on? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's in, in, in all sectors of our life. I think it's too fast for, for us, and we have to take time out to, to reconnect, to find to ourselves, and to do self-healing. Very, very wise words, Robert. Very true. Very true. So we have the lovely Fiona Parry Dodd, who gave a, a wonderful evening on healing last Saturday here on this channel. Yeah. Uh, and she's asking, how do your medical colleagues relate to you combining spiritual healing with conventional medicine? Also, have you inspired any of your colleagues to find out more about spiritual healing? Um, well, that's the same with the patients. Um, I don't tell everybody what I do. <laughs> Got yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I have some that, that are interested, uh, and um, um, you know what? What is uh, common here is uh, Reiki, for example. It's um, um, that we have some some people who do this, um, and uh, um, I, I try to inspire. When I think that's the right person, I, I tell them and and try to inspire them because we have to grow. So yeah, yeah, that is so true. Um, yeah, we we for us, you know, it is it's so wonderful. We want to go out and share it with everybody, but all we end up doing is putting ourselves in the firing line for those not so uh, as developed or whatever, you know, and always say there's more to be gained by the quiet study in a library than there is in the discourse of an open forum. So, yeah, yeah, very true. Ray when, when, you come, when you come to the point... Uh, um, is spiritual healing um, uh, working and are, are there studies? The, the problem is in Germany are very less studies. I know there are some, um, some people who do studies, but they can't get it published. That's a problem. No. When, when you want to publish it in, in an um, in, in in, in important magazine, there are mostly three people who, who look who look at the article and and well one or two say no that we don't want to have this in our newspaper that's that's still the problem and there are very much studies done in in, in America or in in, in England and uh, also at the Asa Findlay College um, they are done uh, very much studies with uh, um, 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 yeah, with with the University of Northampton, I think, and and and, and much more. And, and that is what what they uh, have, what they are telling me at the Arthur Findlay College that um, uh, many universities now uh, are interested to do these studies, and uh, this this um, has risen the last uh, eight to ten years. 
and uh, that gives me hope that that will um, that we will have more more studies for that. Yeah, very true. I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. There, it's it's very slow to start, but it is there. We had a, a gentleman come and use the church, and he was a doctor from India, and he his specialist field was cancer. And at our local hospital, we've got a very big cancer unit, and he was down here for six months for whatever reason. But he was using the church regularly. So I got talking to him and I said, so why? what is the link? Why are you looking into the spiritualist churches, you know, in your field? And he said, well, he said, it's very interesting. He said, we have two wards at the hospital he came from. And he said, one ward, people recover quicker than the other ward. <laughs> and we couldn't understand why. And he said, now I'm just thinking, is it the simple fact the, the recovery ward where people progress quicker was painted blue and the other ward was painted just like a, a, a nondescript beigey color? And he said, and I wonder if it's that vibration. I thought, how interesting. How interesting is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had a, a little discussion the other night. We were talking about music as a vibration and sound yeah. as a vibration and that yeah. being brought into the healing energies as well. You know, all these things, we vibrate. We vibrate and anything that vibrates can affect yeah. our vibration. So, yeah, yeah, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I have a question here from Fabricio. Uh as a doctor, do you have to totally separate spirituality at your workplace? Or is the conventional medicine is a start to opening to spiritual matters? I, yeah, I think Fabricio, Robert sort of did touch on that earlier. He was saying that people come to him for a consultation and a few you get drawn to say, well, hold on. But also, you said something, and that was intriguing to me because I'm a very nosy person. You know, you said that in a, a standard consultation, you, before you ask your team, and I think that's awesome because how often do we forget to ask for that support? But you're also drawn as part of your consultation. Be um, it's, it's that whole holistic approach, isn't it? You have got the qualifications, the knowledge, the understanding there, but you've also bringing in this other dimension as well. How awesome is that? Yeah, it is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that's answered your question, Fabrizio, because you're not having another one. <laughs> uh, oh, the lovely Donna Perry Harkin. Robert, what is the best way to get into healing if you're already a healer? asking for a friend oh um yeah donna we might need a little bit more clarity on that question my darling yeah. <laughs> so um oh there we go jam paul again i think probably you've just covered this how does your medical organization board view spiritual healing and you as a healer well um they don't accept this as 
an official part of my work. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamie has always got a good question up his sleeve. Robert, how widespread is the practice of spiritual healing within the German health service? And in what areas is it used? Uh, I, I don't know if I'm misinterpreting you, Jamie. I would say it's sort of like the practice of holistic treatments, because in the UK now we are recognizing within the health service uh, Reiki. You know, there's a number of health boards that now employ Reiki practitioners. Well, we, we have some clinics who have also um, um, a department for holistic treatment um, and, and there they, they try out um, Chinese medicine, acupuncture, uh, Reiki and, and such things. There are, they, have, they have a department there. Yeah, we have, we have some. Yeah. But it, it's not wide, widespread in, in, in Germany. It's uh, more in, in Switzerland where, where, the, um, yeah, where the people are more open to it. Because um, yeah, and, and many um, many mediums are working in Switzerland. So um, there, there we have two institutions or organizations that is uh, the Basel Psyverein um, and the, and uh, that Psyverein. There are two organizations. They give courses. Um, um, for example, um, Stephen Upton is there and doing a trans course and uh, and so on. And in in the last. In the last years, um, there are some organizations who are doing uh, uh, courses in, in Germany. Um, I, I've done a trans, uh, trans healing course in, in Germany. I organized it uh, with uh, Andrew Georgiewicz, my, my healing trainer. And, um, and, and uh, I wanted to, um, the next course I wanted to do is um, spiritual healing and yoga. It's a very interesting. <coughs> Thing I want to do. <laughs> Excellent. Lovely. Lovely Susan Townsend. Robert, are you able to arrest disease or illness which it is in which is in the subtle energy fields prior to it manifesting in the physical body? So I think Susan's just asking there, you know, have you ever been aware that with your healing, you've probably um, either delayed or negated the onset of an illness? So you've caught it right at the root before it's had a chance to spread or flourish. Um, yes, yeah, so, sometimes there, there are some cases, but uh, um, I've, uh, I have to do this more to to um, talk about that mm. and um, I, I, I remember i remember um for example um I, I had a lady who had um a frozen shoulder um that is something where, where you can can move your shoulder um and um she got physiotherapy she got injections and um and then she came to me and and then i i offered her spiritual healing um, twice and um, then after after some time she called me and and this was two two weeks two weeks later 
and, and told me it's gone. It's totally gone. It was half a year. She got treatment. Nothing happened. And after after two uh, sessions of spiritual healing, she could move her arm without pain. Never had to take pain medication. I was very surprised too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had some cases where I can tell you um, it, it it worked, and I have no other explanation for that. It is so fascinating. We could talk all night on yeah. these subjects. Something. Yeah springs to mind there when you when you do have these fantastic uh recoveries you know how much of it is you and your spirit team and also how much of it is the person themselves because you know i always say people ask me about having spiritual healing should i have it what do you think and i said well if you sit there and think it's not going to work guess what it's probably mm. not going to work it's true if you sit there and accept you know, so is the healing, is it the healing itself or is the heat? Hello, I've gone all blue here. That's nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is it the healing itself or is it that healing is just sparking that catalyst within that person, that one spirit to go, you know what? I can overcome this myself. I, I've got it, you know? Yeah, there are several factors that are important. That is the healer itself his his personality it's, it's very important the the surroundings uh, the place where you do healing is very important that is what, what we also uh, learn and during the co the course to 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 set a, um, a good environment um, but um, it is important when when the people ask me do you do you heal you are a healer and, and I tell them no I'm a healing medium. Yeah, not the healer. I I, I just um, um just a middler like li like the like a radio. I have to transfer the healing energy, and uh, during this process, I withdraw and I I don't um, I try not to stand in the doorway. So um, that is very important. When when I first started with healing, I I thought well I have to think I have to ask the people what do you have and maybe they come with a bad knee. So I have to concentrate on the knee, heal the knee, heal the knee. That is distracting you totally from, from the thing, the thing what, what you want to do. Um, that is what, what, I, what I told um, uh, very earlier. Um, you don't know what is the cause of the disease. And uh, what do you learn as a healer is that you are working together with the intelligence. They know where, where they have to go to give healing. And um, um, some, some things can be healed, but you can, you, can, uh, you can work for a pain relief or a relaxation or you don't know on, on what level the patient needs the healing. And uh, so as a healer, I think you have to, to give this totally, the decision totally to the spirit world because they, they know what to do. That's very important. So make the connection to the patient, make the connection to the spirit world, um, connection with you and then let it flow. That's yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So wise, so, so wise. Thank you. 
lovely Paul Dodd. Do you need to have insurance for spiritual healing alongside professional indemnity insurance for your conventional medicine? No, no. there's nothing. There's nothing in Germany. Um, I have to be insured as a doctor, but but you can't be insured for spiritual healing because it's it's not uh, an official treatment. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We we in the uk i don't know how far this uh, extends into the eu but in the uk yes um our mm -hmm. healers do have an insurance it's one of the yeah. bugbears um it's a nest unfortunately we live in this world now where if you put your hands on somebody you are then liable they could say anything you know you'd crick my neck or whatever mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah, it is a necessary thing. Oh, hold on. Oh, good one. Christine, I am practicing healing in a circle and I want oh, I want to train how to feel what is wrong in the patient. Do you feel a difference in temperature in different parts of the body? Yes. There's, there's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to put on the light. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You were disappearing. <laughs> it's getting dark and, and I'm fading away. So, <laughs> okay, that's, that's better. So, um, yes, that, that uh, I, I told earlier. That is what what I feel. Um, what what I what I have have learned uh, during my courses I, I attended to um, is um, a, a body scanning. Um, you you use your um, your mediumship ability to do a body scan, and what we else did is to work with with colors, and um, maybe uh, when we imagine the patient, um, and you see on a part in your in your mind's eye a red color, it could stand for inflammation. Um, um, and, and so on. Uh, the, the colors have a meaning. And um, these are two very interesting uh, things um, what you can learn. It is the body scan in your mind's eye or to work with colors. And, and look it up, they have, they have all a meaning. Um, it's very interesting to, to work with that. that. Yeah, that is fascinating. Christina, mm -hmm. I really hope you... Uh, heard the response there um yeah so robert feels a difference in the temperature that's fine but don't forget christina we are all unique everybody is unique and your spirit team too the way they work with you is a uniqueness so try try the colors try the temperature try the feeling just try where you're drawn you know just work with it so yeah yeah and also sit with your spirit team and say okay i need this ability because you know why do you want to have that ability to know where to be drawn to you know think that through and present that to your spirit team team and say okay i need mm -hmm. this ability because you know it's, it's a continual learning process christina um yeah. us and our spirit team and we we do even i we all do it we forget to ask everybody else we just go oh yeah i'm gonna do that 
And they all sat in the background going, carry on then. <laughs> yeah. Robert, do you know mm. what? What a brilliant evening. Do you know, um, honestly, I'm blown away. Christina just says, thank you for the answer there. Thank you, Christina. I am blown away. Uh, a wonderful evening. I can sit and listen to you for, for ages. You said yeah. tonight, this is the first time you've worked like this. Well, I can guarantee you it won't be the last time. You've got a lot to share. Um, you're so amiable and approachable. Um, yeah, absolutely wonderful. And I'm sure sometime it's in the near future, uh, we would have another evening with you, maybe on a different aspect. That would be absolutely wonderful. So... Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, for example, I'm. I'm very interested for physical mediumship, and um, yeah. I do uh, table tipping and uh, and um, photography and so on. And um, that would be interesting evening to talk about that. So <laughs> maybe yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Physical mediumship does capture um, a lot of people's imagination, very much so. Uh, it's one of these fields that uh, I'd, I, I am drawn to the physical mediumship. I have been away and done a few weeks away with the physical. I should have just been up in Scarborough a couple of weeks ago for a physical mediumship weekend. But it just hits everybody on a different level, you know. It's, it is, it's a fascinating subject. And if I could take you up on that offer, um yes yes please we can schedule a, a special evening in with you on your physical mediumship that would be wonderful yeah and i hope uh, there comes a time where i can visit you in person and oh um, definitely be, be part of your service <laughs> yeah well actually i've got a better idea i'll come out and see you in germany because uh oh, okay yeah yeah that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> no problem. At the moment, I can only go to the end of my drive. Very dull. <laughs> Robert, a lot of very positive comments coming in. Uh, I, as I said, I've, I really feel like I've had a grown-up evening this evening. It's been wonderful. I don't, I'm not being funny. Uh, it's been wonderful seeing the new types of uh, mediumship evolving on this online forum and the types of services. Um, but I've just been very prompted and very mindful not to neglect aspects of our wonderful understanding, you know, and healing is one of the primary ones. Uh, and I think there's this evening has reached out to a lot of people on a new level, you know, it's not just messages, 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 which is going on. You know, we've got the whole kit and caboodle here, we've got healing, we've got philosophy, we've got physical mediumship, there's so much out there. Absolutely wonderful, Janet. Oh, look out! You're, you're, <laughs> look out, Robert. Your your name has been taken. Janet Ridge, who is um, our church's vice president and medium secretary. <laughs> so look out! You you've written down now. We look forward to seeing you at Paul Church soon. Very interested in physical mediumship. No, I'll be in Germany. <laughs> So, so either you're going to get a book in for Paul Church or you're going to have a woman called Janet turn up on your doorstep. Either way. <laughs> Robert, sir, thank you so much. Um, brilliant evening. I so enjoyed it. Absolutely. The energy, you really felt it. 
Brilliant. Um, for everybody out there watching, thank you so much for watching this evening. I'm astounded those numbers have remained just so constant there. It's been lovely to see. Uh, coming up this weekend, tomorrow night at 7, we have an evening with Craig Morris, who is a platform medium. He tours the country, very much so, in shows of in theatres and serving churches and running workshops. So that'll be an interesting evening to hear his experiences in that field. Sunday morning, we have Elsa Rossi. Uh, she is a beautiful lady. She runs, she is the chairman of the BUSS, which is the British Union of Spiritist Society. And her service will be totally dedicated to the works of Jesus and bringing Jesus into our lives. So we've got a whole range of different topics, different subjects. Um, with Elsa's service, please note there will be no mediumship. Elsa works very much on the inspirational level. Uh, and I do know uh, through experience of seeing her talks, they really are engrossing. They just give you a lot to think about when you go away. So that's Sunday morning at 11. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay indoors, most importantly. Take care, everybody. Love your loads. Miss your lots.